I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Magnemite. People often complain about the designs of the original 151 Pokemon being overly simplistic. It isn't hard to see why in Magnemite's case. A sphere with an eye on the front and some magnets and screws attached. For me though, Magnemite just... works. There's something surreal about Magnemite, more than just a ghost or a monster. It almost looks like it could be hanging around in the background of a Dali painting. Magnemite seems mechanical and almost robotic, but it is apparently much too old. We see Magnemite in many historical settings throughout the games and anime. Perhaps in this world, horseshoe magnets and Phillips head screws were reverse engineered for Magnemites. Or maybe only the spherical part is the creature itself, but they are so attracted to man-made magnetic objects that they are never seen without them. We'll probably never receive a solid answer. In its first appearance, Magnemite was a pure electric-type Pokémon. With the introduction of the Steel-type in the second generation games, Magnemite became the first Pokémon to gain a second type. Combined with its later ability to learn Magnet Rise, this makes the experience of fighting Magnemite in the original Red and Blue almost entirely different to fighting it now. Now it is best handled with a Fire-type move, while once upon a time it could be easily taken care of with ground attacks. In the games, at least, Magnemite evolves into Magneton through levelling up. There's not much to say about Magneton. Like Dugtrio, the evolved form is simply three Magnemites. It does make some more sense here, what with the Pokemon being all about the attractive forces of magnetism. Also like Dugtrio, this weird evolution is almost never actually depicted in media. Instead, a single Magnemite normally just spontaneously becomes a Magneton. One exception is Pokemon Snap, where a Magnemite are seen combining. Even more strange, in this instance it is only two Magnemite who connect, so it is not recognised as a Magneton. Pokedex entries talk about increased Magneton sightings when sunspots appear. This is interesting, as sunspots and solar flares do massively impact the Earth's electromagnetic field. In the fourth generation, Magneton gained the ability to evolve one more time. When levelled up in a strong magnetic field, it becomes Magnezone. Magnazone is pretty goofy looking, and doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense. All the Magnemites which made up Magneton have now coalesced into a kind of flying saucer with a big antenna on top. As a lifelong fan of UFO sightings and alien abduction stories and all of that nonsense, I do have a certain affection for such an unabashedly silly 1950s pulp sci-fi design. I think Magnazone is very cool. Friend of the show and number one superfan Andrew Rice got in touch, and as per usual, he's having trouble understanding a weird Pokemon evolution. Hi, that's Pokemon. I'm here today, and I'm Andrew Rice, to talk about Magmite. Now, Magmite is a pretty nice little dude, isn't he? He's, uh, he's got 
some metal, got some electric in him, zaps you, all that jazz, which is, is good, you know? Everybody likes magnets, I mean, no one person doesn't, God, because magnets are But, um, there's a bit of a problem, isn't there, with, with the Magnemite, in that when he evolves, he just, there's, there's three of him, you know, you just attach to each other. What's that all about? Like, where did the other two come from? I don't own three Magnemites. If you if you take three magnemites and you just stick them together, will they will they evolve? Is that it? Because that's kind of cheating, isn't it? Like just sticking yourself to one another whenever you fancy it, whenever it gets convenient. It's a bit Digimon-esque, really. Come on, guys. Like work together. Why would there ever be a magnemite? That means the only magnemites out there should be losers, ones that nobody wants to become a magneton with. Anyway, uh, and then there's Magnazone, but does anyone really care about Magnazone? It's one of those ones that was added in a bit late. But yeah, I like Magnazone, he's a nice little shocky boy. He's a boy, he's just nuts and bolts, isn't he? Right, see you later. Remember, if you ever have thoughts, feelings, or corrections about any upcoming Pokemon, or a Pokemon we've already covered, please don't hesitate to get in touch with the show. I'd love to hear from you. Man. Generation 4 of Pokemon sure had a lot of evolutions for existing monsters. Among some really awkward designs, I actually feel like Magnazone was a nice little conclusion to the Magmite line. Music for Luke Love's Pokemon was composed by Jonathan Crowley. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. If you've enjoyed Luke Loves Pokemon, please do give it a rating and review on iTunes, and tell your Pokemon-loving friends. If you have anything to say about the next Pokemon we'll be covering, Farfetch'd and Doduo, get in touch. We're on Twitter and Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN, or you can email the show at LukeLovesPKMN at gmail.com. I love Magnemite, and remember, the truth is out there.